social ladies. All the 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 social ladies. Now put your phones up. Welcome to All the Social Ladies with CEO of Likeable Media, Carrie Kerpin. Because if you're social, then you really should be tweeting less. If you're social, then you really could be leading less. You can't have what people say it's so mysterious. Because you're social, you're a leader and you're serious. Now, Carrie Kerpin. Hello and welcome back to another episode of All the Social Ladies. I'm Carrie Kirpin, CEO of Likeable Media, and today I am psyched to have Vanessa San Diego's here. Vanessa leads social media planning and integration at Hilton Worldwide and is focused on promoting the integration of social strategy across the enterprise. Vanessa is particularly passionate about using social media to extend hospitality beyond the front desk via Hilton Worldwide social customer service programs. I am so excited to have her on the show, and I am a Hilton devotee, so I am thrilled to have you here today, Vanessa. Welcome. Thank you for having me, and that's what we like to hear. That's the way to start it off right. I mean, you know it, Hilton Gold, baby. Come on, I don't mess around. I love it. (laughs) All right, so Vanessa, tell me um, about your story. Tell me how you got into this field and how specifically you landed in an area focused on social media. Yeah, absolutely. So I think like a lot of my peers that are, you know, leading social at big companies like this for a while now, we've all kind of stumbled into this by accident. So, you know, Carrie, I have to tell you, I have not shared this story with many people. So oh my God, um, exclu- feel privileged, right? This is exclusive <laughs> breaking all the social ladies news. I'm ready. Story. Yes. Go. I'm happy to share it with all the social ladies. So actually, this is a funny story. So I've been in hospitality my my whole career. I was with another large um, hospitality company before joining Hilton. I've been with Hilton over five years now. And I was brought on to Hilton to be part of the pre-opening team for a resort here in Orlando called Bonnet Creek, which is a 1,500-room hotel. It was the first newly built Waldorf Astoria um, hotel built outside of New York City. And I was hired as their e-commerce manager, and I was responsible for all things digital on property. And the day I I started as the e-commerce manager, I was told that I would be managing something called Twitter, and I had no idea what it was or why it was relevant. And I remember sitting there in the conference room thinking, Twitter, huh? 140 characters. Like, I don't get it. And uh, so that's my funny story that I don't really tell wow. many people. Um, so, yeah, so it's, it's hilarious to me to fast forward, and now Twitter is my life and, you know, takes up the majority of my day. Um, but, yes, yeah, so I was on property for about a year and a half and then transitioned over to the corporate side. And, you know, this is going back a few years ago when companies were really just starting to hire for social media. So I was just very, very fortunate to be at the right place at the right time and able to take advantage of this wonderful opportunity to come lead Hilton Worldwide social media efforts. So obviously now, you know, we've grown tremendously and there are literally hundreds of people around the world doing social media for Hilton Worldwide and, you know, dozens who do it on a near full-time basis. So we've certainly grown a lot, but that's personally my story. That's an amazing story, Vanessa. It's really (laughs) unbelievable. You were really on the forefront. And so you said, you know, obviously thousands and then dozens, you know, all of these people who are touching social. How does a brand like Hilton with so many individual properties, how do you balance 
it all and manage your social, like the overall corporate versus the local presences? Yeah, it's very complex. So we are quite different at Hilton than a lot of companies that you'll talk to. You know, a lot of companies have chosen to go more of a regulated route, I guess I'll mm-hmm. call it, where they have a corporate presence and they don't really allow their retail or, um, you know, franchise locations to set up shop. And we are quite different. So we have 4,000 hotels, over 4,000 hotels around the globe that are comprised of 12 brands. So, you know, I say that because we have a lot of geographic differences, regional right. differences. And then on top of that, we have a lot of brand differences. Right. Every single brand has a different set of stra- standards and procedures they follow. And so as we think of social holistically as a company, we try to keep it really simple because it has to work within the framework of every single brand within every single region where we operate around the globe, which is pretty much everywhere. Um, So obviously that's a huge challenge, but it's also a tremendous opportunity. And we just really believe that the online and offline experience are one and the same. You know, if I'm hospitable offline, why wouldn't I be hospitable online? I should act the same way. So we try to stick to that core and, you know, teach that mantra throughout the company. And luckily, we're very fortunate that we have fantastic hoteliers around the world operating our hotels that really embody this and really take it to heart and have a wonderful online presence. So many of our 4,000 hotels have a Facebook page, have a Twitter page, you know, have some kind of presence on social media, which of course we've had to rigorously work around and develop the correct process and structure. But we've always taken this kind of decentralized approach and given our hotels, you know, pretty extreme freedom to express themselves. And I would imagine that that works very well when it comes to customer service because each location has their own customer service challenges and also, I'm sure, surprise and delights, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, obviously, if you call the 1-800 number to get service, we're always calling our hotels. So, when you call the call center, your call, you know, gets documented, and then that agent is calling the hotel or, you know, submitting a ticket to the hotel to have that issue resolved. So, we're always working hand-in-hand with our hotels. So, the more that we can get that communication to go straight to them, the better. Um, So, obviously, a lot of our hotels are using social media as a customer service avenue. We take it a step further just to make sure we have all our bases covered and our customer service um, group actually was onboarded on social media over three years ago, which was unheard of three years ago. Um, So they've been at this. They are definitely the pros in the industry on this. They've been at this for a few years and they're monitoring Facebook and Twitter with just hundreds of keywords, making sure that they are catching anything that maybe our hotels either don't see or maybe don't have time to process that we're stepping in, getting that guest resolution as quick as possible to make sure that they have the best on-site experience. I love that. So it acts sort of as a safety net for the locations. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. So tell me, obviously, you have, as you mentioned, like a decentralized sort of approach. Tell me what else, when you're defining the strategy of Hilton on social, uh, what, what is your reason for being there? What is your overall kind of strategy and approach to social? 
Yeah, so, I mean, overall, obviously, there are so many exciting things to do on social media. And, I mean, that's the blessing and the curse of this role, right, is you're constantly impressed by the new opportunities. And we try to stay a little bit away from that shiny object syndrome and stay focused on the task at hand. And really, it's all about enhancing that guest experience. So that is what we're focused on. That is our overarching, you know, mission and principle in social is to enhance the guest experience and make sure that traveler has the best experience in market. So we really try to keep it quite simple. We make sure our customer service is top notch. Um, as I mentioned, you know, our customer service agents are active on social. They're responding within an hour and resolving complaints within 24 hours, which again, at scale is just unheard of in this yeah. space. So we are really excited about those initiatives. And then we take it a step further and we are proactive in our outreach on the Hilton Suggest front. So that is on Twitter only today, but that is the program where we proactively look for people who are looking for suggestions of what to do in any particular city around the world. And we currently have over a hundred people around the globe active on that and responding via Twitter, giving local authentic recommendations of what to do. So it's all about that guest experience and how to make it better. So I'm totally wowed by the Hilton Suggests concept. So, like, what would somebody yeah, tweet? Yeah, I mean, we have so many examples. Um, depending on the contributor that we have in market, you know, the, the easy examples I always go to is if you want to know the best place to get a slice of pizza in New York City. Our New York contributor was born and raised in New York City, so she knows all the hot spots. And, you know, anyone can Google where's the best pizza, or you can go to a review site and see what is a top-ranked pizza. But what you can't do is have that back and forth with a local of where you're going to be, who you're going with, what budget you want. So, you know, if you're on a particular corner of Fifth Avenue and you have a particular budget and you're going during a particular time and you don't want to wait, potentially we can give you the recommendation that's accurate for that need. So it's very tailored. It's very customized. And it's this really intimate experience that we have with our guests and non-guests. Usually these people aren't even staying at Hilton, which is so exciting for us. Um, so we have those types of interactions every single day. And, you know, other examples would be, you know, we've had people tweet to us um, that they have, you know, a, a long layover in London, you know, for like a day. What could they squeeze in for a day? We had someone tweet to us, you know, where was the best place to get dreadlocks in Chicago? So, wow. I mean, it just really varies. Wow. And so did this just grow organically? Was it because you started doing this and it, it kind of cut through the clutter that it grew? Was this was this an organic growth? It just seems like something so innovative that others weren't doing and yet so simple. Yes, it's been extremely organic. Um, you know, I cannot take credit for this idea. This was my boss when I was hired in had this idea that, you know, hey, we're hospitality folks. We should be hospitable online, which is, you know, just what we are to the core. And we are in all these markets around the world. You know, those 4,000 hotels have locals that staff them and run them and have all the suggestions. So I was brought on to figure out how do you take this idea of being hospitable and how do you actually make it work? So having just come from one of our hotels, I knew 
the individuals in our hotels are absolutely the right people to do this. So we just developed the structure and the, you know, the process by which we could do that, which obviously involved a lot of work with HR and legal, um, which we are very fortunate to have wonderful HR and legal partners. I I get a lot of questions from a lot of companies of how do you sell this to your HR and legal groups? And we really didn't have to make much of a sale. We, We told them the idea and what we wanted to do, and they partnered with us to make it happen. So we're very fortunate in that regard that, you know, all our groups work together very well. That is awesome. And so Helton suggests is a great example of sort of an evergreen campaign, something that you're always doing. And that seems like a cornerstone kind of of the overarching strategy. Are there any particular campaigns that you're proud of that you would want to tell us about from Hilton? Yeah, I mean, we have we have so many campaigns. It, it's hard to narrow it down. Obviously, the work that we're doing on the customer service side is the work that I'm most closely tied to and most excited about. But, you know, we have 12 brands. So any one of those brands at any point in time are running a number of campaigns, which oftentimes involve a social interaction. You know, one of our recent campaigns that I think, or, or fairly recent campaigns that I think is so compelling is Doubletree. I think it was potentially a year ago, they did this campaign um, called the Little Things Campaign, where they actually went out, you know, around around the United States asking, what are the little things that make a difference in your travel? And they actually took those insights and incorporated some of them into the business. So I think whenever we use insights to grow our business and to make an impact on that guest experience again, not just to respond, but to actually use the data that we're getting Mm. back from the guest, it's incredibly powerful. So that's, that's, personally one of my favorites that we've done. I would agree. And I would also say that one of the little things at Doubletree that I love is the chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> when they give you those cookies. I will tell you, I am a uh, pretty passionate vegan, but when I am at a Doubletree, I do cheat and have that Doubletree cookie. You have to. You absolutely have to. And I have to tell you, the um, what's the Doubletree? There's a Doubletree in Boston that I stayed at forever with my parents whenever we went to visit, and I still stay there every time I go. It's uh, somewhere and maybe Cambridge or, or Boston area. It's unbelievable. Um, you just have memories of those cookies. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yes, I know. I'm not those kidding. cookies are so good. I'm not kidding. All right, so you guys are doing all of these incredible things, and you're a corporate, and you've got all these different brands. And so tell me about some of the ways that you guys measure the success of your social. It's the obviously the golden question. Yeah, I know that elusive social yes, ROI, right? yes. yes. <laughs> You know, as I just mentioned, we're really interested in connecting with the guests in meaningful ways. So whether that means getting them service when and where they need it, we obviously have really aggressive SLAs in place that we measure against. So making sure that we are constantly hitting that one-hour response time, um, which I will tell you we consistently exceed by far. Wow. I can't share the actual number, but it is exceeded by far. Um, we probably need to revisit what we call our SLA because we're, we're really rocking it out on that side. Um, But really, you know, getting the guests that service. And then, like I said, taking those insights and, you know, inputting that into the business. We have a number of stories of social insights that we've gotten from Facebook or TripAdvisor or different social networks that we've incorporated in the business that, you know, make a huge impact. So we're constantly looking at that as another avenue for measurement. You know, there's no one measurement that makes sense for everyone. And like I said, for us, it's about the experience. So anything that impacts the experience is what we're interested in. Obviously, the brands have pretty robust measurement uh, scorecards that they use to measure brand health and, and metrics like that. From a holistic standpoint of where I sit, 
we're more looking at, you know, response rates and those insights that we're gathering. Awesome. And what would you say, I mean, you guys have had tremendous success. And as you mentioned, you know, you have to revisit your goals because you're kicking butt. Tell me if you were looking at a, a challenge, what would you say is the biggest challenge that you face? Oh, that's an easy one. <laughs> Without a doubt, it's our scale. You know, we are, we're lucky to be, you know, one of the largest hotel companies, but equally that is such a challenge because when you think about the fact that we respond to someone on social within an hour, what that guest isn't realizing is behind the scenes, all the work needed to make sure that happens. And like I said, if it goes to the call center, we're reaching out to the hotel. So, you know, depending on time zones and if we're talking to someone, you know, on the other side of the world, how that equates into our process is tricky. And it's a challenge, but it's it's a challenge that we welcome and that we've totally, you know, work to figure out processes that work within that. It's it's not a challenge that keeps us down, but it's certainly something that we are constantly aware of and just the complexity of our business model is something that's always at the forefront of everything we do. And, you know, sometimes that's why, you know, there are initiatives that we really want to take advantage of, but we have to be really thoughtful about how we deploy that out to potentially 4,000 hotels and what that looks like. Absolutely. And I know before you mentioned about, you know, getting excited by things in social and then but having to avoid kind of sh- shiny new object syndrome, which we all face. Tell me a little bit about how you decide what networks you want to deploy on. When a new network comes out, do you jump on to be first or do you wait it out? Give me kind of the philosophy there. Yeah, you know, really, it depends. So as I've said, you know, our core is about the guest experience. So if it doesn't impact the guest experience, it's probably not something we're going to jump at. Mm-hmm. Um, we obviously evaluate, you know, everything that's going on in the marketplace. And every time there's something new, we're looking at it and seeing if it's something that we should be considering. But, you know, just like any other business, we are faced with the reality of, you know, a certain number of hours per day, and we have to get the most bang for our buck. And so for us, It's been more about the dominant networks, obviously Facebook and Twitter, you know, Facebook, everyone's on, you know, almost globally. It's the predominant leader. Twitter, you just can't ignore because of a service perspective. We have so many wins from a service perspective on that. That's been very beneficial for us. And then TripAdvisor is just huge, huge Mm. for us um, and a huge focus for us. Obviously, that changes a bit regionally. You know, as we go to different countries, there's more focus on other networks that compete with TripAdvisor. But broadly speaking, it's, you know, Facebook, Twitter, TripAdvisor. A lot of our hotels and brands are, you know, looking at Pinterest and Instagram. But I would say those first three take up the majority of our focus right now. I cannot believe how much of an impact TripAdvisor actually has. It's it's unbelievable. I mean, even in my own decisions and travel decisions, um, things to do and all kinds of things, it's very, very powerful network. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I mean, a few years ago when they integrated that Facebook friend feature, it made it that much more relevant that you you could see not only reviews, but reviews by your friends. So, yeah, that's definitely, definitely a tool that we pay a lot of attention to. Awesome. So, Vanessa, we talked a lot about Hilton, but we haven't talked as much about you. So let's talk about as you were growing through your career. I know you mentioned you had been in hospitality the majority of your career. Tell me about how you grew within your career and kind of what you credit uh, to your growth. 
Ooh, um, yeah, well, so I joined, I went into the hospitality industry because I, I actually joke that I was a hospitality brat. I moved nine times before I was 15, and people always thought I was military. But no, I was, I was in a hospitality family. So my father moved us wherever there was a new hotel. Wow. And uh, we were, you know, constantly chasing his career. So, you know, I have the fortune of being raised by a really, um, really aggressive professional. And I think he kind of outlined for me what was expected in the business world and how to get ahead. And so from him, I just got this desire for new experiences and, you know, travel, you know, constantly moving. I, I, think one of my biggest strengths is that I'm incredibly adaptable. Wow. <laughs> I'm very flexible and, and ready to change on a whim, um, which is a blessing and a curse because I get bored very easily, which <laughs> is why social media is such a good career it's path for me. For There's That's no perfect. room to get bored. Perfect. Um, but yeah, no, I just think, I think my father was such a good role model. And I just think, you know, as you're coming up in your career to have a really solid role model and mentor, you know, he showed me what it meant to be a professional in this industry and how to get ahead and just have this hunger and drive to keep pushing forward. So I think that's what I had. I, I went through, you know, a few challenges in my career, like many people do, but obviously 08 with the economic downturn was difficult and I just kept pushing on and it's definitely paid off. I, I couldn't be happier with where I'm at now. What an awesome, awesome story. Did you, where was the coolest place you lived? Where was your favorite? Um, well, the, the coolest place I've lived in terms of reaction was Las Vegas. Ooh, <laughs> but that was not your favorite. Yeah, people always think that is, um, you know, an interesting one to talk about. It wasn't my favorite. My favorite, personally, was Chicago. I spent, you know, my real formative years in Chicago. So Chicago always will have a very special place in my heart. Oh, that's so awesome. And so I know that you kind of fell into the social media-based role. But now, obviously, you live and breathe it. You love it. So what advice would you give to somebody who was entering into and really wanted to get into the space of social media, what should they do? You know, I think what is so exciting about social media is there is so much information online now. I mean, kind of gone are the days where you have to do to learn. You can learn so much for free if you just have that hunger and that drive. So for someone starting out, you know, if you're in a position where you can ask your company that you want to get involved and you want to put that drive and passion to work and they take you up on it, you know, have no fear. I just think there's no limit to networking on Twitter, to asking other others for, you know, advice and recommendations. And, you know, I'll never forget my first week with Hilton or first couple weeks with Hilton. Um, he always teases me about this, but I tweeted David Armano and I didn't know him at all. And I just reached out to him because I saw he was in Orlando and I said, Hey, can I go meet you for a drink? And, you know, granted I worked for Hilton, but I just tweeted him and I didn't know him. And I didn't even know at the time what a uh, social media guru was. And, um, you know, I just think there's tremendous opportunity to do things like that and just to take your career in your own hands. So I would encourage people to do that. And then if your job doesn't afford that, if you can't apply it on the job, 
you know, like I said, there's just so much available online that if you're interested and you want to learn after hours on the weekends, there's just no limit to what you can learn these days. So if you show the hunger and you put the time in, I really think you could have some fruitful results. I love it. Vanessa, you're a wealth of passion and knowledge and fun, and I love it. And I have one parting question for you, which is, what is your favorite social network for Hilton? And what is your favorite social network for you personally? Oh, well, I'm going to have to say my favorite social network for Hilton has to be Twitter because of our Hilton Suggest team. Those 100 people around the world are total rock stars. So I got to tip my hat to them there. And then for me, I'm a new mom and I, uh, my college has a private group on Facebook of moms. So, um, I went to Rollins college in winter park and winter park, Florida, and we have our private group and we all ask each other the questions that we would never want people in public to know we're asking and offer each other support. And it's just been invaluable. So that has to be my favorite. Oh, I love that. How old is your baby? She's 19 months. Oh, love it, love it, love it. <laughs> a little, so, a future social lady. So I love it. That's awesome. I know, future little social butterfly. <laughs> I know. You better reserve her Twitter handle now. <laughs> yes, I'll, have to, I'll have to get on that. I've, I've been pretty, you know, it's so funny. I, I went through that new mom slash social media professional anxiety of what are you going to post about your child? Yep. So I've been pretty conservative publicly. I haven't posted much, but of course, I think I've lost a few Facebook friends because I post incessantly wow. about my daughter's Ye- picture. <laughs> that's ex- Vanessa, that's expected. And by the way, <laughs> quite enjoyable for those of us who love babies. Most of us love that. So I will let you know for sure. Uh, so if people want to follow you, where's the best place for them to find you? Probably Twitter. I'm always on Twitter um, at VS Diegas or, you know, LinkedIn is a great option as well. Awesome. Well, Vanessa, thank you so much for being on the show today. It was a total pleasure and best of luck. Congrats on everything you're doing at Hilton. And uh, I will see you and perhaps we will share a chocolate chip cookie. Yes, <laughs> I, the double I will count on you for that. All right. So I it's can't a guarantee. Wait. All right. Thanks. You've been listening to All the Social Ladies with Carrie Kerfin, CEO of Likeable Media. You can follow Carrie on Twitter, at Carrie Kerfin. To get current social media insights and great tips, sign up for Carrie's weekly newsletter by emailing newsletter at likeable.com.